0: Good evening again, beautiful people. This is Humble Dame coming to you from the Midwest. hope that you guys have had a good day and I hope that you have a very good Friday. Okay, we are going to continue. We are in Proverbs chapter five, five, the number of grace. I know I certainly need more and I hope that you receive as much grace as you need as well. Okay, again, we are in Proverbs chapter five. Proverbs is in the Old Testament of the Bible. I like to read the King James Version. This is the version I grew up on. It's the version my mom taught me out of. Just a little side note. My mom used to be my Sunday school teacher. Yes, she was. Yes. At Jude Missionary Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. It's on Six Mile. Okay. I used to live on rolling over there back in the day, you know, in the 90s and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? We used to have like Sunday. Sorry about that. My kids came in. We used to have Sunday school by us. What is it? Uh, vacation bible school and and it was a storefront church but it was a wonderful church it was the church my mom got married into my stepdad i was the flower girl i mean i got baptized at that church with uh reverend harris he never called himself pastor or like bishop he always called himself a reverend and so i just love that and it's a baptist church okay i'm not into the you know being in the denominations and stuff like that but that's just the I grew up Baptist, okay, let's just put it that way, so that was just a little sign up to give you guys just a little bit of my history, just a little tinge of there, um, and again, I did tell you that I do not identify with the Christians of today, uh, that's not saying all of them, it's just, you know, I'm talking about as far as like the commercial Christianity, I do not identify with it, there's nothing wrong with it, I just don't feel like it's a, a fit for me, I don't really see myself in it, um, but I do love the scriptures, I absolutely love the scriptures, and that's no shade anybody. anybody, um, that's not offend anybody or to pick any fights or anything that's just my opinion for now you know things can change you know what i mean so that's just a little bit my thing but my mom used to be my sunday school teacher and she actually got tired of me asking questions so <laughs> and it was such a small church my mother uh in a baptist church we used to have like sunday school and then you would have like devotional or you have to get up there and say what you what you learned and then we would have devotional. And then we would sing, and then the pastor would get up. And no, no, he would pray. He would pray for a long time. He had the whole church get into a circle. And we would go, because it was just that small. We would hold hands, and he would pray for so long. I used to be like, what this, and now I understand. But at the time, it's like, would this man just like stop praying? And then he would preach, and then, you know, we would, I don't know, but then we would do the um A, B, and C, sometimes C selection, because I was in the choir. Um I used to sing solos back in the day. Yes, I used to know how to sing pretty good. I tore my voice up, due to cigarettes, okay? So <laughs> it's just the truth, okay? It's a disgusting habit. It's ridiculous. It goes, it comes. You know, let's put it in the master's hands, okay? I still believe. I still believe. But um, yes, and I, I used, to, we used to do all of that. So I used to be in Sunday school, and then my mother used to get tired of me asking questions. And one time, she just literally took me by the hand, and we used to be on the back pews. And that's where we would have our Sunday school. It wasn't any classes and stuff like these wonderful... Uh, buildings and stuff they have now and she took me to the back and that's where the other kids would sit and we had like those picnic type of table things and that's where we would sit and my mom was the uh church nurse and she would literally have the nurse's outfit down, down to the hat do you understand with the white stockings and the white shoes everything and it would be like a little uh a little station where we would have like breakfast orange juice donuts stuff like that and then there was like the picnic tables or whatever and then she sent me back there, and that was where the older kids was. My brother Chris was back there, and uh, she was like, she's going to come back here. So I basically went from, like, the little kids Sunday school to the older kids Sunday school because I had asked her, where were dinosaurs in the Bible? So I, she was just, I'm tired of you asking me these questions. <laughs> so that's just a little fun, little, little, little church room right there, okay? Am I the church's person? Absolutely not. Um, you guys have heard me cuss on here. I got kids on a wetlock. I have lived a lot of life. And I take responsibility and accountability for my behavior, for my past behavior, for my decisions. Okay. And so through it all, all things work together for the good to know, love God and call according to his purpose. I am certainly called to his purpose and okay, there you go. All right. So, and I love God. So let's get into Proverbs five. Okay. Proverbs five. Okay. Again, I'm not a minister. I am not a prophet. I am not an apostle or pastor, however you guys like to say I'm not a bishop. I'm not any of that. My gift is the gift of helps. You can find that in Galatians, if I'm not mistaken. It lists the gifts. They'll say first prophets, then, then teachers. And no, first apostles, then prophets, then teachers. It's given the rankings of the gifts according to how it organizes in the church, which is a living organism. I know you guys think of it as a building, but it's not. Um, and if you keep going all the way down, you go all the way down in that scripture. You will see helps, H-E-L-P-S, helps. Nobody ever say, I'm helps. I know that I'm helps. I love to cook. I love to clean. I have gotten made fun of because of it, uh, especially about it, you know what I mean? Oh, I could pay somebody to cook and clean. That's fine, but they won't cook and clean like this over here because I love to do it. So, um, it's just something I like to organize and is my house to clean as no. Um, is the food always good? Sometimes recipes don't come out good, but it's something I like to do. And I feel like it's something I always can keep, you know, just improving on or whatever. Your house can never be too clean and your food can never be too good. Okay. I love to serve. So helps is like hospitality. I like to make people feel comfortable. Um, and you know, that's just what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's my gift helps. So you are literally joining me on just a personal read. I'm just reading through this. We are on a wisdom. I am. I hope that you join me where I am on a wisdom quest on the wisdom adventure i know a lot of people say it's boring and stuff like that but no okay not to me i really enjoy trying to seek wisdom i could use a lot more wisdom i don't know about you guys so we're going to dive into proverbs again chapter five i'm giving you guys a a little bit of time to go ahead and get that hopefully you got a a, a paperback bible um i'm really i'm a big believer in using that but if not you could use your uh devices you know whether you're using the internet. Uh, whatever on your like laptop or your, um, tablet or your, or your phone, what have you, it's completely fine. Okay. No judgments over here. No judgments over here. Okay. Let me go ahead and get this over here, guys. So I am going to be using, I like to cite my sources. I do not take intellectual property. Okay. Um, not knowingly, you know what I mean? I might say a quote and don't know who the person is. I would just say that's not my quote. Um, so I'm coming from Bible hub dot com tonight um i normally like bible ref which we may look at bible ref ref um later on but i'm i really like the way that they kind of have this it's a study guide and i really like it it's very easy to kind of follow okay all right and so proverbs chapter 5 is talking about avoiding immorality okay we're going to look up the word immorality you guys know that i am a lover of words i am a poetess okay i just love it okay this is just something that I do. I can never get enough of the words. Okay. And the words. See yeah, how I did it? The logos and the word. Okay. Let's look up uh immorality definition really quick. Okay. The state or quality of being immoral, wickedness. Okay. All right. I know a lot of people, are you being judgmental? No, we're just I'm just reading something right now. Okay. This is within all of us. It's a corruption, debauchery, depravity, or iniquitous. Okay. Behavior that is morally wrong or outside of society's standards of what is acceptable. Um, wrong behavior, you know, simple, things of that nature. We all have this in us, okay? All of us have the capacity to be immoral. Don't, like, don't, you know what I'm saying? So, again, I'm pointing the finger at myself first. I'm not pointing the finger at nobody else, okay? I may give examples according to things I may have experienced. I will never... Uh, you know, say something to try to hurt anybody or anything like that or anybody's reputation? Absolutely not. Um, if anything, I will give a lot of examples when it comes to uh, my kids' fathers because those are like the two main men that I've had in my life as far as romance in my adulthood, okay? I've only had two men, okay, in my adulthood that I would kind of, you know, deal with and have children with, right? Um, And shacked with, okay, had children out of wetlock. I'm just being honest. So those are, you will hear me say my kids' dads, and that's not to down them. You know, God bless them. But I'm just saying that's where my experience comes from. It only comes from my kids' fathers that I had relationships with. As far as anybody else, I have not dated in nine years, and I am not talking about anybody else. I just wanted to get that out there, okay? Let's go ahead and proceed to read Proverbs 5. Oh, let me get my glasses. And you know what? guys let me get my tea really quick as well all right and i am back i am back guys i had to take a quick break to get some of our wonderful chamomile and cardamom tea so delicious guys you should try it okay hopefully let me turn some of this music down in the back so you guys can hear what i'm saying so we're gonna read and it reads my son attended to my wisdom and bow thine ear until my understanding That thou mayest regard discretion, and that thy lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman drop as in honeycomb, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold of hell, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. Her ways are movable. That thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her, and come not nigh the door of her house. Lest thou give thine honor unto others, and thy years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth, and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. And thou mourn, at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed, and say, How have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof? I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to them that instructed me. I was almost in all evil, in the midst of the congregation and assembly, drank waters out of thine own cistern, and running waters out of thine own well. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad and rivers of waters in the streets. Let them be only thine own and not a stranger's with thee. Let thy foundation be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Let her be as the loving hind in pleasant roe. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times and be thou ravished always with her love. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna definitely circle that. Okay, listen, I have read Proverbs a lot of times. Again, I probably could have did like a video because I did some videos earlier, but I really like to keep this more so like audio audio based. I, I wish I could show you guys my Bible, okay? Cause I got crayons up in here, color pencils. Like I'm a really really like I love taking notes and like getting up in there. And I've read this earlier. I did on my YouTube channel on uh, Diamond Chronicles. Uh, When some men weaponize marriage, okay? It's not a man-bashing thing. You guys know I love men. I honor men. Uh, I've learned a lot from them. We're not talking about them. I'm talking about when some men like a weaponize. And this is a little sidebar. When some men weaponize marriage as far as saying, like if you dated someone and they chose to marry someone else, or you have kids with someone they chose to marry somebody else, or somebody in your family, you know that they was with this person for a long time, and now they... Whoever they was with ran off and got married. We tend to weaponize, especially men to weaponize marriage and to say, well, this one was worthy and you weren't. That's in their eyes because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. So I was kind of really, really, that's one of my pet peeves. I can't stand that. And then I also gave uh, edification and encouraged the people that are married to work on your marriage. Don't make it a comparison. You, You do compare to make a choice, right? Like this one or that one, this is better suited for my life. I'm going to go with that. Right. Who you choose to do life or who you choose to walk out your life with. Right. And so for whatever reasons, it could be sexually, financially, how they look, whatever your reasons. And nobody's down to you for that. Right. Because everybody, you know, I'm saying if you sleep with somebody. I like what you're looking at. What I was saying was I ch- they should choose to focus more so on their marriages and on your choice versus on a comparison, a competition. You made the comparison. You made your choice. Move on with your covenant and the choice that you made and stop making it a competition as to one is wrong and one is right. This one is bad. This one is good. It has nothing to do with that. We all have had relationships that have not worked out. And so I said that to say this, I have read Proverbs a lot of times and I kind of know like the scriptures, but I don't know, like this is chapter talks about this. And so this is so crazy that Proverbs five, I did not plan that Proverbs five is talking about being married now 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 i'd like the same thing i said there is a comparison It's us talk about the strange woman of her ways and the consequences of that choice and it talks about the, the 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 wife and the consequences of that choice all consequences are not bad okay the strange woman give you flattery okay they weigh as hell all right says your body gonna be consumed your your yeah, yeah, your wealth is going to be gone. You're going to give your years to the cruel. Okay? Like, life is cruel. not it ain't cruel. It's a choice that you make, right? Or, or, the wife of thy youth, her breast shall satisfy thee. That's nurturing. That's sexual. A little sexual, a little spirituality, right? Isn't that beautiful? And may you be ravished by her love. So, we're going to uh, circle, if you will. Or you can make your little note. That is... Proverbs chapter 5, verse 19, right there. And we're going to circle Ravished. Because you see, a lot of people like me, oh, well, y'all, the, 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 uh, you think you're a good girl and and you are boring. No, I didn't say I was all the way good now. I had to say that everybody has two different natures and the Lord could deal with them. You have Jacob and Israel. You have Saul and Paul. Sarah, Sarah and Sarah. Abram and Abraham. You know what I'm saying? All right, sorry, I did not want those commercials from my... Um, Music playing in the background will be on here, okay? All right, so let's continue reading, okay? Everybody has two different nations, so the Lord can deal with those things. He can deal with all aspects of us, okay? And you give you give them different aspects as you deem fit or you feel comfortable with, okay? And so I'm not talking about that. It's like, I'm a good girl and I'm, I'm perfect. No, it's just talking about a certain, there's a certain formula. These are formulas, right? There's a formula. So it is a comparison, strange woman, wife, strange woman, wife. Right, there's a comparison there, and it's not like demon one light and a, a bad light per se, it's just saying what the consequences are if you did de- choose to deal with that. You understand, all right? And it says the consequences if you choose to deal with the other one, all right? It's just what it is, okay? So, I'm sorry, it got me excited because I do my podcast and I also do my um videos on YouTube, they're very spontaneous. Well, of course, this one is more structured because I'm wearing the book of Proverbs, but just that right there. Okay, let's continue reading where we're in uh, verse 20. And will and why wilt thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman and embrace the bosom of a stranger. See that you want to we're gonna circle ravished again. See how we came to a second time? You could be ravished, right? By two different bosoms, two different breasts, right? But one is a kinsman, and the other one is strange. All right, so let's keep For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. He knows everything that we do. His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holding with the cords of his sins. So sin does tie us down. I know I have felt tied down from sins and dumb stuff I have done. Okay? Again, I'm pointing a finger at myself, okay? This is not to anybody. Okay. And verse 23, last one. He shall die without instruction in the greatness of his folly. He shall go astray. This was so good. Okay, listen. I want to focus on ravish. Didn't I say ravish? That is chapter 19. I'm sorry. Chapter 5, verse 19 through 20. Let's look up ravish really quick. Okay? Ravish. Like, I want to ravish you in my love. You understand? It's very romantic. Okay? A lot of people think, oh, well, that's boring and they vanilla. Ain't nothing wrong with no what, what you mean? What's boring about being ravished in somebody's bosom? You can be ravished by two different bosoms, but it has different consequences. Okay? Because they're ravishing. All right, seize, yeah, carry off. See that? Now look at that. Intense delight, in rapture, enchant, Fill with delight. So you know, men like they like breasts, right? When they're babies, they're feed from the breast. but it's more of a, a nurturing thing. When you get older, of course, you know you go through puberty, you get grown man. Okay, becomes a sexual thing, becomes a comforty thing. A woman has a certain smell with her breast, especially if you use perfumes and oils and stuff like that, and it's for their sexual delight. Right, God made our bodies, and he know that men like them breasts, they like the breast. You know, understand I'm not being perverted, it's, it's right here. And it says you could be ravished, you could be seized, and, and it can carry you off by force. That's the power, ladies. Touch your neighbor. Said that's the power of the breast. It can seize you and carry you off by force. You know, if you busty like I am, or not, people like different sizes, okay? But if you busted like I am. I feel uncomfortable when the men, be, and it seems like they seize them. You know, they just they seize their eyes, right? That's why I tell you the lust of the eyes, it just see, they just look. So it can seize you. And it says that you should be ravished by your wife's love. You can also be ravished by the strange woman's love. But this person is saying, why would you? I just told you the consequences of dealing with a strange woman. It's not all women, right? It's not all women. All women is like this. Y'all, no, no, no. That's the type of woman that you chose to deal with because you didn't listen to instruction. You didn't listen to instruction, right? This happens to all of us. I know this certainly happened to me. Okay? Well, I chose to deal with heathens. I'm just being honest. I'm not being derogatory or mean. They were heathens. You know, sometimes you date people. You ain't got no business dating those people. Like, these just, you know, and then the babies come, and I'm very grateful for my children. But as far as me wanting to have that as my head of my household no thank you so see what i mean when i'm talking about how you don't have to weaponize marriage those men that i have children have went on they have them some relationships they got them some women they got their own little household going on and i wish them the best you don't have to weaponize nothing over here because that's not something i desire with you hallelujah i'm just saying it's a choice you made a comparison you chose that's your choice and do you move on with the covenant and the choices that you chose to make. And you get the consequences of those. Whether it's ravishing you by the wife of your youth. Or it was ravishing you in a strange woman. Or it could be the same thing. You can, you know, switch the roles. It could be, you know, I call them heathens. But it could be like that with a strange man. There are some strange mans. Okay. Some strange mans. Or with a, a, a husband. A godly type of husband. Okay. Doesn't mean perfect. But it shows you that God knows our desires. God knows a man's desires. He knows a woman's desire. We love to give of ourselves, right? But it says you ravished by the woman's breast. I'm not just trying to stick on that, but this is beautiful. Okay, now, before we really, really get too deep in there, I just wanted to say that, okay? Let's, 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 let's dial it back a little bit, okay? We're going to go to Proverbs chapter 5. Again, this is from Bible Hub, and I just want to get a quick overview so you can see the different sections of the verses of what they mean. Because most people, when they study the Bible, they're just like, well, I don't know what this means. And uh, it's just running together. And it does kind of seem like in Proverbs 5, it's talking about this. And I was talking about the strange woman. and You know what I mean? It's going this and that, this and that. All right. So it can kind of run together. Okay. So again, this is from BibleHub.com. Okay. Always cite your sources, guys. I'm very passionate about that. Okay. And it's talking about avoiding immorality. I've already said that. Wisdom, the shield against immorality. Okay. Proverbs 5. Provides timeless wisdom that speaks to the heart of human... Oh my goodness, this is crazy. This is crazy. To me. I'm sorry, guys. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally just did a video a few hours ago talking about stop weaponizing marriage. And it's, you You choose your choice, right? They say, you ain't get chosen. I'm chosen, okay? Just not by you, okay? Touch your neighbor say, I'm chosen, just not by everybody, and I ain't supposed to be, cause I ain't made for them. All right, so it's a choice. It's not a competent. I'm coming. What are you competing with? If you made your choice and you got your covenant, then you go on with your choice and your covenant and deal with the consequences of that. Okay. It's not a competition, right? That's like if two basketball players, you know, teams is playing. Once the you know, that they, they, they didn't did what they did they didn't want, you move on, right? It's a choice, right? That's a competition as a standpoint, if you into that type of thing. Because some especially today's society, they're really into like pitting people against like you gotta compete for my love. Kinda like on um Five Heartbeat, every night I gotta compete for my love. I'm not competing for no love. Love is is freely given. What is you? No, I don't have to do that. No. So, when a person chooses to make a choice, that's a choice you made. It's not a competition because I'm not competing. Do You understand? So, it's you have ones that compete and you have ones that don't compete, okay? The ones that do compete is unto this scripture and this verse, like unto the strange woman because they compete with flattery. They gas them up. You don't believe me. Go look in the uh, what it's talking about, Delilah, okay? Yes, Samson and Delilah. Everybody know the, uh, the age old story? What did she do? She used her mouth. And she used her place of comfort. Lay in my lap. Tell me where your strength is. I want to know. I want to know where your strength is. Right? And they always tell you kings don't ever give your strength to a woman. Now was she a godly woman? Or was she a strange woman? I think she was mighty strange. Right? Because then he ended up losing. You can tell when you end up. Not, now we all go through stuff. We may lose a job. Lose some cars. Stuff happens. And you, you could pull each other up. And. And work through it, okay? I've been in a relationship before, contrary to popular belief. It's been nine years. But I, I, held, I, held, I held a brother down before. Yeah, and I did a good job for myself, okay? But I've learned a lot since then, all right? In my time of singleness, okay? So I completely understand the vicissitudes of life, okay? I'm talking about as far as with a strange woman, you're going to start losing stuff. Samson lost his vision. He lost his strength. Didn't it just say, is that right here in chapter five? Let's go back. Okay, we're going to go back in a minute. Let's let's continue with this. Okay, it's crazy to me. So it says it talks about wisdom that speaks to the heart of human relationships and moral choices. It draws a clear line between the immediate allure of temptation and the long lasting joy of marital fidelity, reminding us of the need for wisdom and understanding in our life choices. Most importantly, the chapter underscores God's watchful eyes, serving as an incentive to live righteously in light of divine accountability. Didn't I just say I take accountability? I take complete accountability. Okay? I repent. I let it go. I live, I laugh, I can I let it go. You're, you know what I'm saying? So, section one, a call to wisdom. This is verses one through six. Okay. Solomon urgently implores, employs his listeners to attain wisdom and understanding. He warns of the dangers of, a, of the adulterous woman whose words are captivating, but lead to the path of destruction. Her steps, while seemingly attractive, lead away from the righteous path. Okay, did you get that? This is so good. Section two. The perils of infidelity, verses 7 through 14. The reader is warned to stay away from the adulterous woman. The disastrous consequences of succumbing to adultery are laid bare, highlighting the sorrow, reproach, and self-degradation it brings. Think about that. You degrade yourself. Okay. Section 3. The virtue of faithfulness, verses 15 through 20. The advice shifts, right? So that's what I said. Some people like, it was talking about this, but now it's talking about that. You know, get you a study guide. Don't don't be ashamed. Look up the study guides you got you go along with it. You see, I've been studying them all this year, and I still use them. Okay. All right. The advice shifts from warning to the instruction of enjoying love and satisfaction within one's marriage. Marital faithfulness is presented as the joyful alternative to the destruction caused by infidelity. Okay? Mr. saying be faithful. You know what I'm saying? Keep home happy. Go back to your home. Section four, the watchful eyes of the Lord. Verses 21 through 23 is two verses, the last two verses. The chapter concludes by reiterating God's omniscience, emphasizing that he sees all deeds and weighs all paths. Those who ignore discipline and wisdom will be caught by their own iniquities, while those who adhere to wisdom will prosper. In Proverbs chapter 5, the wisdom literature takes on a profoundly personal tone as it explores the intimate dangers of falling into the trap of sexual immorality. The writer presumptually Solomon uses the chapter to stress the importance of fidelity, understanding, and making wise decisions. Okay. Making wise decisions. He provides vivid illustrations of the dire consequences of the immorality and contrast. See how it's a contrast? You know to say compare and contrast. It's okay to do that. We all compare and contrast and contrast them with the benefits of maintaining purity within the confines of marriage. The themes in Proverbs chapter 5 is wisdom and understanding, faithfulness in marriage, consequences of immorality, parental guidance, and life choices. <clears throat> That's all it is. Ain't that good? Okay. Now, some of the topics that you can get from this chapter is wisdom as a protector. Wisdom protects you. The lure of adultery, because it does have a lure to it. As far as adultery, you can look at that for, as far as your spiritual and your in your physical life. Okay? All right? The or, or, yeah, your spiritual life as far as taking you off the path of where, you know, you're supposed to be going and then off, you know, towards God. And then as far as really physically taking you away from your covenant that you have with your husband or with your wife. Okay? The pain of infidelity. There's pain in infidelity. I know I've been cheated on before, but I wasn't a wife. You know, you just be... <laughs> You know, you be shacking with somebody and you, this is my man. And, and you know, I got kids and we got the kids. And, and I and they got the kids, got the lab, the man's last thing. The man, they took no claim to you. You understand? But I still felt the pain of infidelity. I do not like being cheated on. That's why I don't participate in that stuff. Contrary to proper belief, I'm not interested in no married men at all. I want my own. All right? I ain't waiting nine years to be trying to share somebody else's. Unless, look, some people do polygamy. I'm not against that. God bless you. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what you're interested in. A lot of people don't believe in monogamy, but monogamy to me is very easy. Very, I just love it. You understand? So, that's me. Pleasure versus consequences. There's consequences to the choices we made. and importance of heeding to advice. Okay? The people, the people that this is that's, that's in this text here. Solomon, the adulterous woman and the son, Solomon's audience, okay? Let's just act like we're Solomon's sons, okay? Solomon means peace, it means shalom, it means wholeness, okay? So the word is coming from a man whose name means wholeness. He's speaking wholeness to you. And the way to wholeness is marriage, okay? Marriage, not and when you have your marriage, you want to focus on your marriage, okay? You even see that it says you can be ravished, you can enjoy sexual uh, uh, excitement and, and pleasure and nurturing in your wife, you don't receive that in nobody else, okay? Cause you got consequent. I'm sorry, I got really. Oh my goodness, I had a flashback. Oh, I had a flashback. <laughs> so, so, I do not plead. Listen, okay. When I was younger, a little, you know, I was a little bit more feisty. I don't, I don't play those games, okay? All right. So again, let's let's go back over verse 19 to 20. I really like that. Let her be as the loving. Hind in a pleasant row. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times. Underline, I know the feathers are gonna like this. Underline at all times. Because it does say that your body in the New Testament is not yours, it's your husband, and his body and his is yours. So if we in a if we if we're we in the covenant and we married, your body don't belong to you. You can't do what you want to do with your body. That's my body. That's my body. You you take it, you take it, my 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 beautiful little obelisk that you got down there and you scrabbling around and scrap. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's not fair. You're not about to be satisfied and ravished by a strange woman's bosom and then you bring destruction. You understand? Soul ties is real. Okay? So they be say, cut those soul ties. No. Alright? Now let's go back down this one. And why wilt thou my son be ravished by a strange woman and embrace the bosom of a stranger? Let's look up what stranger means. All right. You can see that I got a little personal history up in because I remember, you know, I'm not bitter about it, but I don't like that. I don't like I don't like that. That's why I don't participate in it. OK, I don't know the rumors and stuff. What people that said they ain't got nothing to do with me, honey. I do not like that. OK, I have a wife's heart and I believe in. I like to be monogamy. I like me and my man and we're just going to be sticking this out as what we're going to do. That's that's how I'm made up. Now, if you made up different type of ways, you free and stuff like that, you do that. God bless you. Okay? That's you. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about how I'm set up. Okay? So, I don't, I don't like all of that now. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't, I don't fool like that. So, let's look up stranger. Okay? And it's also, I believe in Proverbs, this also goes more in depth into the strange woman. Okay? And to tell you about the strange woman, how we're going to get to that. That's a that's a good uh, chapter. I don't know which chapter it is, but I do know it's in the book of Proverbs. A person whom one does not know. You're, you don't know them. They're not familiar with you. We've been married for, for 10 years. Okay, well, they don't know you. They're not familiar with you. Why would you be ravished by that? We just went where ravished was. It means to seize and carry off by force. Why would you let somebody? Basically, you didn't make kidnap. That's what it means. That's what it means. You basically been kidnapped. You you saw some bosoms. You saw a little place of nurturance. when I mean, she talked to me good, because remember it says flattery. They flatter. She talked to me good. She she made me feel like a man's. Okay. Her lips. It says for her lips in, in verse three. Of a strange woman is a honeycomb. And her mouth is smooth the world. They got that good mouth, eh? But her end is bitter as a worm. Well, see, look at the contrast. I thought it was all honeymoon stage, honey, and, and, and smooth, and as oil, and soft. But the end is a bitter, as wormwood, and sharp as a two-edged sword. You can't hold no two-edged sword. You're going to cut yourself. Now you got cut. Now you got injured. Now you got bitterness. You're dissatisfied. Wormwood is a very bitter-tasting uh, herb, okay? It's, it's giving you a contrast here, okay? Honeycomb is something sweet, smoother than oil, Something something like to put on, and it glides on, ease. It's going good. We, you know, we we feel each other. She talked to me, right? And all of this stuff, okay? This is important for me to know so I can tell my son this and my grandsons and also tell my daughters, don't be the strange woman, okay? We edify and esteem and encourage our man, but we don't do all of this stuff right here, this flattery here, okay? We don't do all of this here, all right? Because it's a motive behind there that's not meant to build that man up and, build, and push him back to God. It's a motive to get what you want to get up out of him. And that's why the end is bitterness for the man. And it's sharper than a two-edged sword because he's trying to get, grab something and it ends up in a fight. And you cutting yourself. Now you cut. cutting. Now you're bleeding everywhere. Your hands. You grab a sword with your hand. Do you not? end that your productivity? Your productivity goes down. And it proceeds to go on and tells you that. Remove thy way far from her. Don't just get away from her. Be looking over there. Run. You understand? In the opposite direction. Lest thou give your honor unto... Uh, why would you give your honor away? And your years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth. Strangers is because you let the strange woman in. Oh, the strange woman knows a lot of strange people. You're not familiar with the people they know. They're going to get your wealth. Spiritual and physical. And your, and your labors be in the house of a stranger. Anything you labor for. It's in the house of somebody that's not familiar with you. So that's why it's important never to compete... For anyone, because if they was for you, they would have continued with you. Respect people's choices they make and the covenants they choose to have, right? Okay? And let them move on and whatever they chose to, and let them deal with the consequences of that. You understand? We're not rejoicing in that. It's just what it is. You reap what you It's just what it is. You understand? Okay? So I'm just saying, this is very important. Uh, not to get caught up in these things where you sometimes we look on ours oh black love and I love black love okay I I I appreciate the it, think it's beautiful, but never ever ever be envious or jealous of another person's relationship. You don't know if that's a strange woman, or that man or that woman, no, like I don't this man don't even know me. He ain't even familiar with me. This woman don't even know me. I don't feel kinsmanship. This is not my rib. What is this? What What's this? What's this? This short read. What, what's happening you understand and eventually as that honeycomb and that's smoother than oil as it start wearing off and that bitterness come in and the two-edged sword the of sword some used for a fight you fighting and stuff like that then you start seeing then you start seeing the money going down what's happening my wealth I used to have a wealth of, of joy what happened I'm working 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 and you don't appreciate that they're not familiar with how you're supposed to be admired and respected they're not familiar with that they're not familiar with you they're a stranger that's why I'm saying, why would you be seized and carried off by force or have something to intensely you delight in, it, something that's not familiar with you? It's not familiar with you. You understand? And I know this. I'm so passionate because I have done this. Okay. I've dealt with this with my kid's dad, where that person was just not familiar with me. And I, and I experienced some of these same things. Again, you could take it to my woman, it's a strange man. Strange man with strange fire. Because okay, it's talking about strange fire in a, in another chapter, another book as well, where the man was doing a little strange. They, they was being sexually immoral then too. And, and offering up something like they wasn't doing nothing. And see, again, it tells you here that the Lord's eyes pondereth. You know, he, he ponders. Okay, it says he ponders you know, all of our ways. Like, why did you do that? So when you thinking like, ain't nobody seeing what I'm doing. No, he see what we're doing. I know he see what I be doing. I sure enough be getting checked. <laughs> Alright. I show I show enough be getting chastised. Alright. So that would they, so they 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 produce strange fire. So strange fire, strange women. That was the men, this is the women. I've dealt with that. Am I sitting there a bad person or For me, they was unfamiliar to me. I didn't, I wasn't familiar. They wasn't familiar to me either. Okay. And so I don't want to be seized and carried off either you know, breasts can also be a place of, like, nurturance and stuff like that. Sometimes we get lonely and stuff, and it feels good to hear good things. And it feels good to feel smooth as oil. And it feels good to feel those things. And to be ravished and intensely delighting in that place. But it's a person that's not familiar with you. And you will suffer the cost. My consequences have been of being a single mother. for ni- I've been a single mother for nine years. For nine years. Now... Could I went out on dates and stuff like that. Absolutely. A lot of people say, Wait, well, you single because you ain't getting a man. No, I could get a man, honey. I can show you my inbox. That ain't no problem. I just didn't want any man after that. After that experience, I said, I I'd I always know I'm a wife, so let me sit down and raise my children and allow the Lord to work on me, so I won't make those same cho- I've made choices like that, and I never want to do it again, okay? Never. Okay? Never, alright? So, if you have this is not to be like, oh, I'm doomed. You're not doomed. It happens to the best of us, okay? All right? But it's very important who you get into these covenants with. I say it says it's, it's danger. You're, you're, in, you're in danger, girl. You're in danger, sir, and don't even know it, okay? And sexual immorality is a trap, it, you know, as far as disbelief. If you don't believe in this doctrine? God bless you. I'm not judging nobody, okay? I'm saying as far as how I like to live my life, I feel sane safe and secure in a monogamous relationship and I love to be faithful I love I've never cheated ever ever and I'm not saying that I'm perfect I did other stuff I had a you know big mouth stuff like that okay bad attitude you know I've been unappreciative I've done those things and the Lord has chastised me and he has humbled me in those areas okay? And he tie had to be. He humbled those areas in me. And he's still doing that. Okay. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as far as I enjoy being faithful to something. If I know that it's serving me and I'm serving it, that's it. That's how i made up. Okay. So it's very important. Faithfulness is important. Because there is pain and infidelity. Nobody wanna be bothered with that. Why would you want to be working in your house is in a house? Your labor is it says it's in the house of a stranger. You know, you ever heard that song? If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. Ooh. You know, you know what I'm saying? You don't if you don't know me by now, you ain't gonna never know me. You unfamiliar, you're not familiar with me. You're strange. So do I get upset when you know past people have called me strange? No, because I was strange to them. I wasn't we was not familiar with each other. That was the consequence. You understand? adventuring of venturing off and me not heeding advice and taking counsel and, you know, listening to stuff that was instruction that was correct. Where it says your wealth, they carry your wealth away. They carry the wealth of stuff that you gave them away, advice and, and different uh, uh, wisdom that you, can, that you have. They carry it away and they build that with someone else. They will actually take your actual wealth, so they take money from you. You know, if you're paying bills with somebody, Or if they, you know, trying to get some money up out of you, they take your money away and go be with a strange woman. Because it's strange to you because you were strange to them. They was not familiar with you. See, there's different dynamics to this text here. Okay? We're not talking about strange as far as being adulterous. I'm talking about strange as far as just not familiar. Just not familiar with you. So I would like to be faithful to someone that I'm familiar with. And they're familiar with me. I have to be reciprocal. Okay? That's my life choice. And so that's why, that's what's helped me have, have me hold on for nine years. Why you, I could have, please, okay, I'm not being conceited, I'm not arrogant, but I ain't ugly, okay? And I, you can see I can know how to talk, so I can go out with a guy, I have no problem, I can answer one of these DMs, and, but I just said, I don't want to do that, because, you know, we do have sexual desires, I don't want to get off into that. I want the real thing. Now, everything has consequences okay so i hope that you guys enjoyed this this was good tonight okay this is good hope that you guys enjoyed this and again this was biblehub.com they go down and talk about the uh, bible study questions if you want to do like a trivia type of thing that's pretty cool or ask yourself questions to test your comprehension of this text if not go back and read it again and then if some you know stuff is hard for you to swallow it's okay just you know it, it'll come to you in time you just got to keep keep at it okay all right, you guys have a wonderful night. This is Humble Day, and I hope that you have a good, Friday again, Freaky Friday for the faithfully married people. I have ideas, and I have so many ideas for my marriage. You have no idea, that I would never disclose to anybody but my husband. All right, you guys have a wonderful day and a wonderful night, a Freaky Friday to the faithfully married people, and peace.